Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Going on my very first yoga retreat seven years ago was a major turning point in my life, so much so that now I get to lead these amazing yoga adventures all over the world. These are truly transformative experiences and I believe that anyone who enjoys a lifestyle of health and wellness can greatly benefit from a yoga retreat. So this February, I'm taking a very special group with me on a yoga and meditation retreat to Thailand. The retreat is called Love, Gratitude and Freedom. The retreat is about designing a roadmap to connect to love in your life. We will use different yogic modalities to connect with our sense of purpose, gratitude, and achieve more freedom in our lives. Everyone knows how during our daily lives we get totally bombarded and totally overwhelmed and it's really nice to be able to get away and go somewhere with like-minded individuals, eat really delicious food, and be able to just immerse ourselves in practice. You'll take your yoga to the next level, you'll get a new perspective, You'll be able to have a digital detox. You'll be able to relax and de-stress and maybe learn something new. If you're interested, go to www.radicallyloved.com forward slash events, read all about the retreats there, or you can email me rosie at radicallyloved.com for more information. Hey everyone, this week I wanted to talk to you about mindfulness in the workplace. Here are some tips to begin to bring this practice into your daily life. Mindfulness, the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. A mental state achieved by focusing one's energy or awareness on the present moment, while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations, used as a therapeutic technique. Intention, a thing intended, an aim, or a plan. Louis L. Hay says, The point of power is always in the present moment. 50% of today's workforce in the U.S. say that job stress is a major problem in their life. This is twice as much as 10 years ago. There's also a 50% increase in healthcare expenditures, which also shows corporations losing billions of dollars because of work-related stress. Stress is simply a mental and often physical reaction to a perceived threat or change. So if you have a career or job, Pretty much, these two things are likely a prerequisite. Things are in constant flow of change, so that means that we will always have stress. There are always unexpected life changes, performance reviews, new product launches, new deadlines, and so on. So we have the ability to change this chain of events simply by paying attention to our current state. Imagine a workday where you were able to make a choice that wasn't reactive that you chose to act wisely instead of reacting mindlessly. Mindfulness is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment. If you are more aware of the pattern, you are very likely to begin to set a new pattern, not only in your work life, but also in your life as a whole. 
So here are a few ways you can begin to change the order of your life simply by paying attention and setting a new intention. Number one, start the day with five to 10 minutes of breath-focused meditation. Spending a few minutes silently tuning into the moment, becoming aware of your thoughts while at the same time letting them flow by will begin to just work wonders on your daily life. So begin to incorporate it in your daily routine. It doesn't take long at all. Five to 10 minutes as a commitment, preferably in the morning or in the evening or just whenever you can just get a moment to focus on your breath. Number two, practice active listening. Listen carefully to what is being said and process thoughtfully and intentionally. A lot of the times we're more focused on what our responses are gonna be when someone's speaking or we're completely zoned out thinking about other things that have nothing to do with the current present task or what the person is saying. So this is one way that we can be really mindful in the workplace or just in our lives in general. Number three, notice your body language. So your body speaks volumes. Set the right tone with your poised stance to create a better environment between you and your friends or you and your colleagues just to feel the difference. If you're talking to someone or somebody's speaking to you and you're kind of hunched over, it begins to be very challenging to listen carefully or to just pay attention. Notice what your body's like if you just let your body slouch, right? So slouching or kind of letting your body hang in a position that feels lethargic acts as a narcotic to the body. So it actually makes us more tired as opposed to making us feel more energetic and feel like we can be active in listening. Number four, it's in the tone. So be mindful of the message you are intending to send. Sometimes what we intend doesn't match what actually comes out. So this is a huge problem. Have you ever said anything to someone that you kind of wish you would have taken back the tone or it may have sounded a little wrong because of just the way that you said it? So watching our tone is is something really important that we can just begin to be mindful of when you're speaking to someone. Number five, eat mindfully. So don't eat at your desk. If there is a common place where you can have human interaction, it's best. If you are by yourself, eat mindfully. Just take small bites, chew your food slowly. Don't rush. It creates tension. So then your digestive system will not function as well as it would if you were in a calm state. Number six, when you are stressed, take time out. So get some fresh air, a short break can work wonders, and it will typically break the cycle of thought and change your perspective. I love a quote from uh, Pima Chodron that says, if we learn to open our hearts, anyone including the people who drive us crazy can be our teacher. And sometimes if we're in a place where we can really tune into that, it allows us to create less tension in our lives. Number seven, respecting everyone, especially during our current state, even when you don't agree. So this is key. Everyone has the right to their opinion. Listen to alternate opinions that may end up helping you in your own, and maybe not. Maybe it just teaches you how to have more compassion or how to be more kind to those around you and maybe even to yourself. James Barraz says, mindfulness is simply being aware of what is happening right now without wishing it were different. Enjoying the pleasant without holding on when it changes, which it will, 
being with the unpleasant without fearing it will always be this way, which it won't. Number eight, before you say it out loud, ask yourself these questions. Is it true? Is it inspiring? Is it helpful? Is it necessary? Is it kind? These will really begin to diminish any unnecessary language as you construct ideas that will serve your highest good. It's very important. Number nine, remember to breathe. So let's all take a very deep breath, deep breath in, and take a long, long exhale out. Most tension and stress in the body is caused by the lack of oxygen in your system. This is true for everything. Think about what happens when your body is angry or upset. You stop breathing. Take a few moments to notice and take full and deep, complete breaths. Thich Nhat Hanh has a really, really beautiful quote that says, the most precious gift we can offer others is our presence. When mindfulness embraces those we love, they will bloom like flowers. So the last one here is to be fully present. Don't obsess about the past or project into the future. Check in with yourself. This is the only place where we can experience a true sense of calm and ease. So take moments throughout the day to be fully committed to the present moment. This is quite true. And a guest I had a couple weeks ago, Simon Sinek, who is an incredible, incredible speaker uh, and inspiring author, talked about the importance of presence and how you're not present until someone else says that you are. So notice in your life how you can really tune in to being present. Are you fully present? And what being fully present actually means. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. And I hope to hear your thoughts. This is how to bring mindfulness in the workplace. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit www.radicallylove.com forward slash podcast to read all about today's guests or past guests. You can click on any of the links or for more information, you can always follow me on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or Twitter at Rosie Acosta and let us know what you thought.